Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Access Hockey MI, our podcast. If you have not yet seen our YouTube channel or our website, I encourage you to go check those out. We have been doing a series on the NHL Prospects Tournament, um, a series of podcasts. Um, The NHL Prospects Tournament features eight teams where they all face off in games and eventually in a tournament style and win first, second, third, fourth, and on. Um, So in that tournament, um, the Red Wings won it. So first time since 2013, Mm -hmm. they took home the cup. So that's really exciting. Um, So today we're going to cover a little bit about that and then also a little bit about um, the training camp that is forthcoming. Rachel, why don't you talk about the championship game that we witnessed? Um, Well, we played Dallas in the the final game. Um, This was the second consecutive year that the Wings had made it to the championship round. Um, They got edged out last season. Mm -hmm. Um, But this season, I thought they did pretty well. I mean, throughout the tournament, the prospects were looking like they had really good chemistry. So there was an ample amount of confidence there. Yeah. Dallas is a very, very talented team. Yeah. Um, a lot of their prospects were are incredibly skilled skaters and mm-hmm. puck handlers and big. Yeah. Um, they've got some guys on, except for Marsharon, uh, who's a decently small person. The rest of them are huge guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but our team, I think, was comparable in terms of size and ability. Um, yeah, there wasn't... I, we didn't really... If you listen to our previous podcast, we both um, said that the Red Wings were going to beat them mm-hmm. out. Um, and it wasn't really until I would say maybe half of the second, third period that they kept us on our toes. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. We couldn't lay back, and they couldn't lay back either because the Red Wings um, would take advantage of that too. Yep. But some goals from Valeno late in the game. So he what? ended the tournament with seven goals. Yep. Which that's great. That's that's incredible. Huge. I mean, he yeah. had two goals in at least three games. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. That was just great to see, and it's good to see that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of our D was playing more frequently Tons because we minutes, ended up yeah. losing Alec Regula in the game. Um, I believe it was on, that would have been set. All the days run together. <laughs> <laughs> right before, I don't the, even know what day right before the tournament, we had lost Alec Regula. It turns out he does have a concussion, yep. so that is a big bummer there. Um, what was I, What do you think was the main reason we were in, we ended up taking that? I would say the main reason is that they kept the energy. A lot of times, with regardless if it's the Red Wings or Grand Rapids, you see we're kind of a team of the second period, where the first period we kind of drag a little bit, find our mojo in the second period, and the third period we just lose all momentum. It seems like this pattern. Yeah. Um, And throughout the entire game, they didn't lose their energy. You know, they fell back here and there, but they fought back and they continued to fight back. Um, So that was nice. Even in the third, even when you know Dallas had a two goal lead at one point, they didn't just kind of sit back and go, oh, crap, that's it. They kept pushing and working hard, and every single shift they came out with the same amount of energy. Yeah, yeah, I so I think that. that was a huge a huge factor Despite in it. Despite the efforts from a couple of players on the Dallas Stars team, um, their goaltender, of course, Nick Camano, is mm-hmm. an incredibly skilled mm-hmm. player. Um, he was constant. We were frustrating him, and I think that that yes. is a great sign. If you're frustrating one of the best players on the team, that mm-hmm. means you're doing something right. Yep. Um, and also, Masharin, he's... Yep. He's a chippy guy who gets in there. He's smaller, so you can, I think, get in those small... He's really good on the boards, too. He is, yeah. So that's nice to see. Those smaller guys, man, they can just squeak in those little places and get right to the puck. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, so despite um, they would frustrate us, and we didn't have a very good power play, honestly. Um, I can't remember if we got a goal on the power play, but it felt like we were constantly chasing the puck. So, and they were tiring our guys out. Yep. We were in, we had, it was a lot of possession on either end. So we'd have a ton of possession on one end and then mm-hmm. we would lose it for a long yep. time. And then possession, then lose it for a long yep. time. And both goaltenders, they were working hard. Jake Ottinger for, for Dallas and um, Sean Romeo for Detroit. Mm-hmm. 
they were all over the place. And, you know, some rebounds got away from both of them and re- resulted in goals. But yeah, I think both goaltenders did a phenomenal job. Yeah, it was just it was great to see a win. And all the guys <clears throat> really appreciated it. They really came around as a team. Mm-hmm. And I think what we can take away from this tournament is the chemistry that yep. they already had straight out of the gate. Yep. They did very well. Um, and the, just the offensive edge, I think, that we're going to have going mm-hmm. forward in the Red Wings organization. Uh, we do kind of want to talk about Philip Zadina. Uh, yes. There's been so much negative oh, press <laughs> on poor Philip Zadina. <laughs> um, it's what's weird to us as Axis Hockey MI is that when he was drafted, there was just all this Zadina worship. Like right. he was going to save the Red Wings. Yep. He was going to be the one and the only. He's the next Steve Eisenman. Yeah, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And then like a switch, people flip. And just throw him under the yep. bus because he's not performing as they think he should. Yep. And because Valeno is outperforming him. I guess talk a little bit about that, Rach, and what the, you kind of think. The the vast majority, and on, on social media, social media is uh, brutal when it comes to first-rounders. I'm sure all the other first-rounders are going to feel it come this season. Yeah. Um, but with, with Zadina, the way he started... Um, everyone was saying, or not everyone, but a lot of people were saying that he should immediately go to the NHL mm-hmm. and, and, you know, he, he's ready for the pros and all that. So starting in Grand Rapids was a huge shock to a lot of people. I think um, a little to him too, yeah, honestly. Yeah, and he, he thought he was good enough for the NHL. And we had done a video cast about how, you know, he's, he's not quite there yet. Right. Um, it's and not, that was just our opinion, of yeah. course. It's not, and, you know, it's not, yeah, com- we're not, it's not the only opinion. <laughs> right, and we're not berating him or anything. Mm-hmm. We're just thinking realistically, like, he's coming out of the QJMHL. Or QMJHL. Yeah, I get that wrong all the time. But coming out of there, you're playing against men now, so you have to have a little bit of time to adapt. So he did very well in Grand Rapids this last season. He adapted pretty well. Um, I do think one thing he still struggles with is trying to do too much. The minute he stops trying to do everything is when he starts shining. And I think in the championship game, he found a little bit more of his edge. He finally was able to get that one-timer on. Yep. and I just think that that final game showed some major improvement. He, he's, he's fighting back. And I think with how well Valeno did during this tournament, and him and Valeno seem to be really close. Yeah. They work really well together, and they're encouraging each other. Um, but the flip-flopping of opinion from people who were practically worshiping the ground he walked mm-hmm. on after the draft to now saying, um, you know, he's 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 regressing, he's a failure, he's not doing well, he's never going to make it to the NHL, Valeno's yeah. going to get the spot before him. You know, that the latter might be true. Valeno might get called up before him. Right. But it has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, like, oh, he's a pathetic failure. No, he just yeah, needs I to just, make a few minor I think it's incredible how quick people can change their opinions. Yeah. Um, and it, it really is sad because you don't know what it does, I guess, to those players. Oh, it definitely and it is, I think it is the name of the game. You know, yep. they know that they have press to deal with. They know that mm-hmm. they've got a lot of wrong opinions mm-hmm. and you know some encouraging opinions as well yep. and I think as long as he just stays um doing what he's doing he keeps finding his game because I really yep. do think he has to find his game yep and just rely on the skill that he knows he has and doesn't try to do right. too much I really do think and I want him to be an elite player and I think he Absolutely. could be yeah. he's in, he's gotten faster he's gotten better on his feet which stronger he already was really good on his feet so yep. to think he's getting better is very encouraging he's learning how to I know in the beginning of of his season in Grand Rapids we had both pointed out that um he tries to, he, he had tried to be a one-man show yeah. a lot and that's what it I might mean, have worked where it he works was. in juniors yeah. but it does not work in the pro level but it seems like toward in this tourney at least he was able to see his teammates on the ice mm-hmm. and and help set them up, which is huge. Because as a star player in juniors, 
you're not accustomed to that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're accustomed to being the guy that scores. So it's a huge mental adjustment for him, too. So the bandwagoners, they're now jumping off the bandwagon and burning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, it's you got to give, give the kid time. You know, yeah. he's, he's a young kid. He's only entering his second season in the pros, and so it's going to take him a bit of adjustment. Yeah. Um, and I think with having Valeno, Valeno's been a huge encouragement to him. Well, I think that, and he gets to play with other, you know, really good vet talent and he gets to be with the wings and come alongside them I do think he's going to be an elite player I just Mm -hmm. think he's um finding his game and I think that it's just going to take a little more time and that's totally fine you know you have these development you have these lower-ish leagues so like the AHL for development sometimes you know and it's very helpful that they do have that and I don't think that they're just gonna throw them under the bus and say you're not doing enough because I also don't think that it's really a club right now mm-hmm. that's producing a ton. Right. Um, so they have a lot of prospect talent coming up, and mm-hmm. I think that they're just working on that and working on getting mm-hmm. a team that's going to win. I think a big struggle, too, um, and we'll wrap this part of it up in a second, but the, the big struggle is, too, is that they compare all the first-rounders on the same playing field. So mm-hmm. you've got Aspari Kotkaniemi, who started right in the NHL, Andrei Svechnikov, who started right in the NHL, Jack Hughes, who's expected to start right at the NHL level. So they're kind of putting them all on the same playing field where they have different abilities, they have different skills. They're all the top picks for a reason, mm-hmm. but it's not the same reason. Mm-hmm. So you can't lump them all in the same group and expect them to produce the same amount. Right, right. So, yeah, everybody just give them a chance, <laughs> basically. <laughs> cool it. <laughs> yeah, just calm down. It's going to be fine. Okay. Um, Rach, why don't you talk about the um, PTOs that we've got on the roster so far for the Red Wings. So as of as of today... And maybe cover what a PTO is. A PTO is a <laughs> professional tryout. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically it's a short-term contract for an NHL team to put someone in a developmental league mm-hmm. to assess them without the long-term commitment. It's not a two-way deal, um, so they can't pick them up and pull them up at any time. Um, it's just basically for observation. So there was a couple invitees to the tournament this year, and as of today and this morning, a head of training camp Detroit has signed three of them to PTOs. Um, and you can check it out, too, on, on their Instagram um, mm-hmm. and on their Twitter. Uh, a couple of them are French-Canadian names, and I'm going to butcher them if I try them, so we're not <laughs> Yeah, gonna there are that. three. We did see all three of these um, in this tournament, and mm-hmm. they are very encouraging to yep. us um, seeing them play. So mm-hmm. um, that just shows, you know, we're trying to get this, you know, a very a strong core in yeah. Grand Rapids as well. It looks like a, a lot of the focus, and in, in from what I've seen from the draft until now, it's it's looking like a lot of defensive focus. Mm-hmm. And obviously with Cronwall um, taking a step back and retiring, that opens up another slot. So mm-hmm. they have a lot of good defensemen in the system right now, but they're looking at making it more competitive, it seems yeah. like. So fighting a little harder for it. Yeah. Um, so if you're unaware, the Red Wings training camp starts on Friday and it goes till Monday. Um, and of course, this means that it's all the Red Wings, all the Griffins that mm-hmm. are invited. Um, some of the, some of the PT, walleye. yeah, some of the walleye, some of the professional tryouts they mm-hmm. have signed as well. Um, so, Rach, who are you excited to see in this training camp and going forward into the year? Um, I would say my biggest my biggest point of excitement is actually going to be Oliver Kasky. Okay. Um, he, I, I haven't seen really any of him playing, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's very highly praised as far as his ability goes. So I'm looking forward to see how he merges with the team, how his chemistry works, and how his style kind of accentuates his line mates. Um, I know there's he's 
he, he got a really, really good review last season, mm-hmm. and everyone was just bragging up a storm about him, so I'm really excited to see how he actually plays. It's different when you're watching highlight reels and stuff to For see, sure. you know, these these shining moments where it's like, I just want to see how he does long term. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to see how he kind of does with the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I'm looking forward to Philip Larson. Mm-hmm. If he can get some ice time. We want to see him. <laughs> I would love to see Larson before he hits Grand Rapids. If he even starts in Grand Rapids, I know that nagging groin injury has been an issue, but um, even during training camp, it would be nice to see him out there and see how he's developed since the last time we saw yeah, him. Yeah, just um, for those listening, we have not yet seen Philip Larson play. He did not play at all during the um, Prospects mm-hmm. tournament, which was surprising. Because I do think he was expected to. He was, yeah. Um, So I really hope to see some good stuff from him during Mm -hmm. this training camp and really hope to see. I agree with you. That's I'm excited to see. (laughs) I would like to see what he can do. I want to see him play. (laughs) (laughs) Another one, too, and I know you've got a couple, too, but Mm -hmm. I'm super pumped to see uh, Evgeny Svechnikov hit Mm -hmm. the ice again. He spent the entire season last season down. Um, So it'll be really nice to see how hard he's been working to get back and and earn Mm -hmm. that roster spot. Yeah. He was actually, well, I guess we'll segue into mine. He was actually one of my um, excited to see as well. No, it's fine. No, it's totally good. (laughs) But what I really am curious, this is a very important year for Svechnikov. Because as Rachel said, he spent all last season injured. Mm -hmm. um, So he pretty much got a new year added to his contract Mm -hmm. because of that whole year gone. So he's technically still on an entry level. Technically, but this is the last year. If I'd, I'm not sure what would be if he did not show his best because he yeah. is a talented player, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen him play yeah. in a long time. Yep. And I think this camp is going to be very important for him to see how much he's grown, how strong mm-hmm. he's gotten after that injury, um, and to see what he can give us. In well, the in his sophomore season was a struggle too. Yeah. Uh, so he, yeah, he, he did. He came out of the gate his. Um, his rookie season. Yep, and then the second season he kind of struggled, and then he got injured. So yeah. oh, it's, it's tough to it's, come from struggling and then, or from injury or struggling to injury. Well, you can then. tell his confidence took a beating, and I remember, I remember asking him too while he was out with injury. Like there was a ton of media and press about how he's never coming back, and you know his physical, he's he's just done because mm-hmm. of his injuries. And I had asked him, you know, if that plays a part into his development and his mindset. And he says he just, he stays offline. He doesn't look at it. And mm-hmm. he just, he's been trying to stay focused and I guess healthy. it's all part of the game. I think they, yep. they develop around that, you know, because they're so used to there being so many opinions. Yes. That, like, <laughs> and apart from the brass of the Red Wings and his trainers and himself and his mm-hmm. family, it doesn't matter. No. Like, take who, take it all with a grain of salt, I guess. Um, a very large grain of salt. The other, <laughs> the other prospect, or not prospect, but the other signee I'm really excited to see is Dominic Turgeon. Yes. He did last season, last summer, he was coming off injury, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really weird uh, thoracic. thoracic syndrome going on. Um, I forget where that even is. I'm pretty sure it's blood clotting. It's, yeah, it's a blood clot, and they have to remove that rib yeah, um, so to get rid of it. He had kind of a hard summer because he was coming off of that and mm-hmm. didn't have a bunch of time to train or to get up to par. So this last season, I think, reflected that. Mm-hmm. And I, he didn't do poorly, and I always think he gives his all, so yep. that's very encouraging. But now that he's had a healthy summer... He's been able to work his butt off, as we all know that all these guys do. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'm really excited to see how much faster he's gotten, how much stronger he's gotten, Mm -hmm. and to see, because he just signed a one-year contract extension. So uh, this is a very important year for him. It makes you kind of wonder, like, if if the Wings are like, all right, you got one more season to impress us, and then see what happens from there. Where 
Are, are there any players that have either been signed or are current prospects in the system that you think need to really up their game to continue to even be in the prospect pool? Or do you think there's any that probably should be dumped? It's harsh, but... I there aren't any right now that I feel that strongly for. But I you am, want to see more from. I am a little surprised. I don't know. Uh, David Pope is mm-hmm. one that we've watched for a few years now, and he spends most of his time in Toledo um, mm-hmm. with their ECHL farm system. Um, I don't know. He doesn't dazzle me, and that again doesn't mean that he's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my, my opinion. opinion. Is the end all be all? Yeah, it's just my opinion. Um, I would like to see more from him, see kind of what he can give us. Mm-hmm. He's really not a defenseman that's talked about. I feel like he's on a roster and people are going, who's that? You yeah. know, who's David Pope? Mm-hmm. But I do think he has more in him, so I would like to see a little more yeah. from him. I think he gave he gave more in college. I remember before he came, you know, he, he started his entry level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his, his collegiate career was, was pretty impressive. He was able to meet the Red Wings standards as far as what they laid out for him physically mm-hmm. and production-wise. So the fact that yeah, he does hasn't, it end there? yeah, <laughs> it, is, it seems like he kind of fizzled a little bit. And considering hockey's no place for lazy people, I'm not saying he's lazy, but he can't afford to not give 110. Yeah, I guess none of these, none of these guys. Right. Can. I would also like to see um, more from Fulter. Mm-hmm. So Caden Fulter, he, I think he's got a lot of the good bones to be a good right. goaltender. I do think that he spent pretty much his entire season last year mm-hmm. with the Toledo Walleye as well. He did very well there. Um, but I would like to see more from him right. to see, you know, what else he can do, mm-hmm. if he can be consistent. That's kind of one thing that I think he might struggle with is consistency. Yeah, he's got a very, very positive disposition. Yeah, oh, that's so great. So he takes instruction It's good to just have someone well. like that on a team. Yeah, yeah and it, it seems like, I mean, a coach tells him to do something, he's doing it with a smile and laughing the entire time. He's right. got a very and good attitude. And it's not to say he's not taking it seriously. No. He's just a nice guy really yeah, he just he just takes the instruction it's so important especially in goaltending in any level and in, in any position to be teachable mm-hmm. and I feel like Fulcher is but I think you're right he's got the bones but I, I do want to see more production yeah um and then for me it would probably be and you you know this one it would be Dennis Cholowski for me yeah um that's why you asked the question. Because <laughs> I really wanted to. She just really I wanted, wanted to gripe about Chalowski. <laughs> she wanted to tell her side of it. No, I just with with Chalowski, he's he's again, he's another one of those high draft picks that you know he has very high expectations. And there were so many times last season in Grand Rapids where I thought he was just being downright lazy in his position. And I think he can do more. Mm-hmm. He can be stronger. He can be definitely faster mm-hmm. um, and, and perhaps a little bit more offensive. And I know that was something they were working on with him. They were trying to get him to think a little bit more two-way, a little less, you know, I'm a defenseman, this is where I stand kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so I think this season, I think he really, really needs to push it a little bit more because there are so many other defensemen coming up, like Lindstrom. Yeah. He's going to kick the door in and take a spot if he I think that some guys who really just have to keep their momentum include, like, Giovanni Smith, mm-hmm. Chase Pearson. Yep. Tyra Hirose did fabulously in that tournament, yep. and I just think he really he's one shines. one of those dazzling players. Yeah, he just shines to the <laughs> yeah. brass, and I think that he's really going to go mm-hmm. far. Um, so those kind of guys and Lindstrom and Sider, they just have to keep the momentum yep. going, and I think that they're going to keep impressing the yep. Red Wings. Yeah, it's going to give the other guys a run for their money. Yeah, so Literally. keep <laughs> listening to the podcast. We're going to kind of go back to like a once-a-week thing. This was for the NHL Prospects Tournament that we were doing so many at once, um, and we are um, – this channel is for all leagues, all mm-hmm. teams. So we've been pretty Red Wings-focused, so next week um, we're probably going to highlight – 
I would say the Nashville Predators yes. and their farm system oh my and goodness. kind of how they draft and how what we think of it. What so, you can expect out of them this season. <laughs> yeah, so uh, keep listening. Thanks so much for um, listening to us and letting us ramble to you. Let us know what you think. Um, share with your friends, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys.